Welcome to TLC for the Soul podcast, where soul meets spirit. You have entered into sacred space. I'm your host, Tammy Lynn Chambers, and I'm here to help you shine. Now let's get going on this podcast journey. Hello, friends. Hello, and welcome to another Bringers of the Light story time. I'm trying to get my dog <laughs> comfortable. I'm up in the studio. I've got the window cracked. It's a crisp nine degrees Fahrenheit outside, but the sun is out. The rainbow maker is turning in the windows. The room is full of prisms and rainbows spinning like a giant disco ball. I am back. Had a little hiatus last week. I kind of knew when the last bringers of the light said mid-January, I was like, oh, am I going to be back, I think, for a couple of weeks. So now all planets, I think, are direct. I'm recording this on the Lunar New Year, the Water Rabbit, January 22nd, and I want to welcome you in. If you're new here, get settled in. See how we vibe. See how we vibe with you, how you vibe with us. If you're returning, as always, welcome back, welcome back. We have a very interesting little tidbit to share from Bringers of the Light, the Dawn Key, the channeling that I just did this morning is all focused on this Stargate opening that starts today and goes through the 29th, which is next Sunday. Um, I don't know a whole lot about it. Um, I haven't really tapped into it, but it seems like it's something that the guides want us to focus on for this coming week ahead. So I'm going to, in a minute, read the channeling and maybe pull some cards to help clarify what they're talking about. But before we do all of that, I want to wrap all of us in love light and light love. Inviting in the spirit guides who overlight this show, Archangel Michael, Archangel Metatron, the Pleiadians, and all of my spirit friends who join as they so desire, as they see fit for whatever we are working on at the moment. Let's just take a couple of deep breaths together as the month of January really almost comes to a close. We have like a week and a half and then we will be in Imolk. Um, the stirrings of spring, you might be feeling them in the energies um, in the Northern Hemisphere, which would then be, you know, just the changing of the seasons coming. I'm not sure I really feel that here yet. Maybe tiny bit. Because um, we had had like, I think today is supposed to be over the freezing mark. So it's supposed to be like 33 degrees Fahrenheit today. So maybe I'll feel it. But then next week I saw a whole bunch of negative highs. Like negative 10 degrees Fahrenheit for highs. I was like, ah! It's not here exactly, exactly yet. But they are reminding me that... <laughs> I'm going to post this flyer just as a reminder. Let's see. That the Rockaway Point, like a, it's our shadow walk on the 
February 2nd. Oh, that's going to be 2 2. If you're on YouTube or you're on my Instagram, I'll be posting a little flyer for this that I made. It came up in one of the last um, chapters we channeled in from Bringer to the Light um, that we wanted to do a spring shadow walk. Um, it came up at the Rockaway Point Lighthouse, the Friends of Rockaway Point. We're going to be doing a shadow walk with refreshments sponsored by Abigail Smiles Crest Bakery. So February 2nd at 10 a.m., my time, central time, and you could do this at 10 a.m. your time. Um, and I think I'll, I'll, I'll try to be on somehow to do this, but somehow if we see our shadow or whatever, I don't know what it's going to tell us on that time, but on 2-2, maybe I'll go live on YouTube or something fun. I haven't done that in like almost forever. All right, friends. So let's see what else they want me to do. What kind of decks do you want me to pull out? All right, so I've got the drawer of drawer of decks open. And I'm going to go ahead and read the channeling. And they have me pacing a lot back and forth between my phone and my tablet, which are almost like exactly on opposite sides of the room from each other. So I watch everything that happens. So as you're listening to these channelings or yeah, you'll be listening everywhere um, because it's not a video right now. So all of my all of my podcast friends on Audible and especially says like Spotify, there's a lot of folks on Spotify and elsewhere. Thank you so much for joining us on YouTube. Thank you so much. But as you listen to my voice, listen with your master, your master heart, they're saying, listen with your ears, master senses. Not your physical, oh, that's a little bit too cold. Hold on, I gotta close my window a little bit. Uh, it's a little bit too cold to be blowing into my room. Let me get like a tiny crack here. Wow, that air is super, super cold. Okay, I do want some fresh air. Stop, stop the madness. So I think there's a lot of distractions going on. So there's this energy, listen. So listen to what I'm saying with your master ears and your master eyes. Take what resonates with you. Um, there's hidden messages and meanings for each one of you in the channelings that come through every single 100% of every single one is not meant for 100% of the people listening, but spirit knows who comes to these shows. And so there are things in here that you need to hear as a bringer of the light, which means you're a light warrior, a light worker, whatever you call yourself, whatever work you're doing on behalf of humanity, on behalf of the planet, um, Spirit knows who you are, knows what messages you need to hear. Um, we say this all the time, but most people that listen to this show are intermediate to advanced work, workers, souls, old souls, star seeds, wizards, light warriors, star bringers, star bringers, dragon keepers. There's so many gatekeepers, great keepers. Um, and with this special gateway that's opening up here to starting today, it looks like there's going to be increased communication coming into you from star systems, both beyond the beyond, beyond the beyond. So we might have access to new information that, oh yeah, chills, that we haven't previously had access to before to help each one of you move forward on your personal Soul journey as, yes, chills. 
and collectively as bringers of the light, as well as collectively um, from humanity's perspective. So this is a stargate that's opening up for everyone to take advantage of um, regardless. So if you have no idea that if you're not awakened yet, you'll be getting some sort of something from this stargate, um, whether you're consciously aware of it or not. And if you are consciously aware of your journey and aware of your path, then um, you'll definitely be getting um, upgrades, downloads, <laughs> high, high lows, high fives. You'll be getting a lot of details, they're saying, that were not previously available to you before. So I do like that because I have felt through this whole um, past couple of months, I think ever well, who knows how long, but <laughs> it's different for everybody. But I have felt for quite some time now, um, like there's just been this in the dark fog, like, where am I going? What's happening? What's, what's, how do I move forward? What do I need to do? And at least for the forthcoming future, you're going to be giving some direction on how to move forward, what's coming next for you. Um, obviously you're not going to be shown the whole entire path and they're saying, forget about asking about when certain things are going to happen because... Um, we've just kind of ceased and desist from talking about a lot of the whens um, for individual um, soul journeys here on the show because it just causes disappointment um, when, you know, we say, oh, in seven days this is going to happen and in seven days nothing, you know, doesn't happen and it takes two weeks, two months or two years. Oh, my God. Um, so we want to get better about that, about timelines. <clears throat> All right. They're telling me now to start with the channeling. Okay, stop pacing. There's light language coming through, of course. Um, shouldn't I make it that? All right, let's read this channeling. So when we last left off, um, the week before last, we had Dakar. Um, and I load these. So if you're new here and you're just trying to catch up with like, what is this story? What is she talking about? I load the transcript of the channeling onto my website or onto my blog. I don't know where I put it. I put it somewhere, <laughs> somewhere. I think it's on my blog, uh, which is on my website. And you can go read the past channelings for the month. Um, we started these at the beginning of the month and, uh, they're all there. They are you know, in the guise, they're in the guise of a story, which becomes a book. Um, but they're also very important channelings for those of us that know how to dive deeper and uncoven, 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 uncoven hmm, the metaphors and stuff that are hidden within like the secret keys. And I have a giant rainbow light coming from the masculine crystal again through the heart Oh, okay, this is important. Hold on. Through the heart of this dragon drawing that I have on my desk and down, which is very similar to the thumbnail for today's show. So there's dragon, dragon heart fire involved here too. So I feel like there's, um, yes, otherworldly beings, which is just like, thank you for joining us and helping us. Otherworldly beings here to assist with this whole Stargate opening, with helping to bring the light. Yes, I get when I keep saying yes, it's because they keep like giving me chills all over. 
my body. And that's like my confirmation that, you know, I'm kind of hearing correctly what needs to be said or communicated. But there's otherworldly beings. And many of you might work with them. Uh, in this case, there's dragon heart fire that needs to be used. Okay. To ground this energy that's coming in, this Stargate stuff, grounding it in for, yes, for the, um, for you to use, for humanity to take advantage of, and for Gaia to take advantage of. So all of my dragon keepers, my dragon, all my dragon flame warriors, my dragon egg keepers, my dragon ley line guardians, those three of you, they say, and you'll just know who you are. I don't know specifically, some of you I do, but I, if this resonates with you, then it's you and you will be given instructions on what you need to do as a gatekeeper or grid keeper to help anchor these energies in. So you may be guided to go somewhere and do something which has been a um, topic this month as well. We were working with rivers last week and going to bodies of water to do sacred work. And now it sounds like you are being called, especially if you are of the dragon lines, to, if you're of the dragon lines, to go do something during this week to help anchor these energies in. Um, and you know, sometimes I don't think we're aware that we're doing it. And I think it's more fun, just me personally, to treat it like a little ritual. So yeah, you know, I've been, I'm called to like, I don't know, just drive over here and go to some certain park or whatever, you know what, and stand there for a minute. But it, to me, is more fun if I do it like a little sacred ritual and really invite in the dragons and do it as more like a little magical fun thing than just to go sit at the park. It, it seems more superficial that way and it's like, come on. You're a bringer, um, and I'm looking right at my card of Archangel Michael right now. It's like, come on, because he's like in charge of a lot of this too. He's like, come on, you're a bringer of the light. Honor that with some little sacred ritual, a sacred ceremony. Maybe you get a little dragon pendant or a little dragon or a little stone. I don't know, some, like a, what is it called? Like a touchstone or a keepsake that you take with you whenever you do these types of little um gatekeeping, grid keeping rituals or whatever, just something as a touchstone because it's, it is important work. It's very important. And I think that you can get caught up in the, I'll just say mundaneness of everyday life and forget about the fact that you are here on assignment and you are here to serve Gaia, humanity, the greater good for, uh, for all involved, uh, in this new earth awakening process and to make it like a special thing. So maybe on like a day, I'll just say a down day. I don't know when you, like a day when you're feeling like, you can look at your little touchstone or whatever it is and you can be like, Hey, I do matter. I am here for a reason that maybe is not apparent to everyone outwardly. Maybe, and, and it's not like you're going to go tell everybody, right? Like we had a little form here when, at, at one point where we kind of were together. Um, and I kind of stopped doing that because I wasn't sure if it was even helpful or not. But, you know, we're kind of like your little book club or whatever. But it's a little thing for you to be like, hey... I am here. What I'm doing does matter. Even if my partner, my 
about what I don't know why this is gonna be friends, even if no one else outwardly sees it, and even if I can only tell, you know, some other weirdo like me um, in some form somewhere or some private Facebook group, this must be what's happening just for some of you, you know, that I'm a dragon keeper or some bullshit. <laughs> coming in you know that you can feel good about what you're doing because it is important work it is um honored and respected by those um well we'll just call it bringers of the light but at bringers of the light hq that headquarters you know that it is important it is respected you are divinely guided. You are protected for this work that you're doing because you're here for a reason. You're here on assignment. Um, your team wouldn't just take you, drop you off on earth and leave you to fend for yourself. They're saying, although they do recognize, these must be themes coming through to, to be healed too. Although they recognize that some of you have <clears throat> had that happen in past lives, um, in other star systems and planets, where you might have just had been had to be like jettisoned like bye you're here to do good work and you were just felt like you were super alone even though in spiritual truth you you weren't but it sounds like that's this is a lot of dragon light language coming through right now if you're curious but even if you felt that way from past so those things may be coming up to be cleared this week as well like well yeah i do i'm here to serve gaia but you know what about that time that you just oh that kind of like why did you forsake me kind of feeling so yeshua is coming in this is very, very, very interesting with that whole like, God, why have you forsaken me kind of moment. All right. So we need to heal through those things because source <clears throat> has got your back. And you're highly respected in the other worlds. You're highly respected in the other worlds. So let me just see if there's anything. Okay, now I can read the channeling. <laughs> way to stir up emotions. So here's why they do this the way they do. I just want to bring a little bit of like the science of the of the spirituality, of the, the technology of what we're doing here and in, in the order that we're doing it because everything that comes through during the show is important. So they just had me stir up a lot of emotional emotional stuff, right? Um, could be past life memory came, uh, came up. It could be any of these feelings that came up. So in order to release them, they have to come to the surface. If they're buried down deep, yes, if they're just pinging me again. So if they're buried down deep in the orc field or the chakra somewhere, then without me, like, you know, they call it like, you know, I don't like the word trigger, but without me touching on it, it doesn't come to the surface to be, more easily released okay so those things now are going to start to come out and sit in your auric field and if you're listening to this if you're very if you're very clairvoyant you might and even if you're not you might feel them but you might feel those things that we just talked about whatever came up for you about the things I just said come out more so you see them as like a dark gray cloud or something um, that we can um, we can heal and we can bust through that and disintegrate those here momentarily. Um, and we might be doing it with 
I don't know the channeling. We might be doing it with light language. So let's just see. So last we left off, Dakar went to see La Seneca, who had this Dawn Key, which is a forthcoming spiritual technology that can be used to instantaneously clear karma. Ah, wouldn't that be great? And um, as Dakar and La Seneca were chatting at La Seneca's little house in on the Nile, um, some La Seneca gave Dakar some drugged tea and Dakar just, you know, fell asleep or whatever. And La Seneca um, communicated, he's from Beetlejuice, hi, he's from the stars, Beetlejuice. Um, the last thing we said in the channeling last week was, or last time was bleep, picked up Dakar's cup and washed it out in the sink. He picked up his transponder and wired a message to Beetlejuice High Command. We've got him, sir. So now this next chapter that's coming up, chapter four, it's all in the juice now. Listen with your master senses, pull out anything that you feel it might be meant specifically for you. Some of it is just meant to be lighthearted and fun because healing doesn't have to be like so heavy and daunting all the time. Some of it is just to get us to laugh. Um, but here we go. As Dakar came to, he felt a loud ringing in his ears. The pressure changed between the planet and wherever he was now. So you're awake. Bleep said, standing behind Dakar and administering a drop of Truth Potion number 11549 to the back of Dakar's neck. I am going to pull out metaphors um, that I need to from these as I'm reading them. So this Truth Potion number 11549, they're telling me that's a flight number for somebody. So I don't know. It's like a confirmation they're saying. This flight number 11549 is important somehow and they're saying you need to take advantage of that trip to gain access to some important information so that is a message coming through for like one person I would think because there wouldn't be a whole bunch of people we needed to talk to on that flight number but that one's very certainly um so a truth potion administered to the back of Dakar's neck I don't know any secrets Dakar said feeling incredibly talkative at the moment but you don't even know what secrets we are here for, Bleep said, cringing as the bay door opened and his boss, Mr. Clark Kleep Narmdeep, <laughs> you're killing me with these names, walked majestically into the room. Ah, the great Dakar, Mr. Clark said, walking around Dakar to admire the fine. We had hoped to grab you sooner, but, he said, pausing to fix his tie. Well, good things take time. Bleep was getting impatient. The truth potion number 11549 needed to be acted on quickly. See, there that is again. Acted on quickly. And Mr. Clark had a penchant for running on. Well, again, Dakar said with indignation, but a feeling like he needed to tell all his deepest dark secrets. You won't get much out of me. Everything is sealed from my memory the moment my task at hand is complete. Well, isn't that convenient, Mr. Clark said again rounding about Dakar three times. At just the third roundabout, a funny feeling came over Dakar. He was about to jump. A force field of orange-gold light developed about him. The room dimmed from his view as the Deep Nine, which is our wolf pack from the Alaskan tundra, 
as the deep nine transported him home, such was their combined telepathic powers that they could teleport someone else with or without their authority. Needless to say, they were deeply guarded. Dakar found himself in the transport center of Bringers of the Light HQ, as Bleep and Mr. Clark looked at the empty space where Dakar had just been. "'You'll be demoted for this, you know,' Mr. Clark said in Beetlejuicean tongue. "'I know,' Bleep said, already missing his carefree days as La Seneca. And now it was time to relegate himself to a new job at hand. Although, in his heart of many hearts, Bleep knew that he would be using a new magic to return to the earth once more, to enjoy the simple days of his small cabin, and to ask for mercy from the bringers of the light in exchange for the many important secrets he carried. Oh my gosh, what in the world is all that about? (laughs) Um, okay, so the deep nine, let's just unpack this a little bit. So what I do is I unpack the messages that I feel are important for the collective that's listening to this to hear. Um, if there's anything in there that stood out to you individually, like trust that and go with that as, as a message or a assignment for you. But the deep nine was a wolf pack that spoke to me. And just pinged me and let me know they were out there. But they were a pack of white wolves who had been recruited from the Alaskan tundra and taken to Bringers of the Light HQ for the purpose of using their telepathic powers for the good of the light. And it looks like they're really very, almost like they don't belong, almost like they're too advanced right now for the planet. And so what they're doing has to kind of be guarded. Um... Just like this advanced knowledge that's going to be coming through with this Stargate opening. The flight number came up twice and said it needs to be acted on quickly. So any of you that are thinking of traveling and specifically this flight 11549, something needs to be happening there. Um... Mr. Clark and Bleep, they're from Beetlejuice, brings the light. I don't know what they were, what they really wanted from Dakar. I don't know what kind of secrets they were expecting, but they were, their, their plan was thwarted. So there may be some of you working. Um, yeah, it's not like there's, yes, some of you working in the astrals with this type of thing going on, um, where you've been transported up to, because some of you are very adept, yes. Oh my God, Chelsea. Very adept dreamwalkers. And you're, I'm not. So it's hard for me to relate to what, what's happening. I just go with what I'm being told. Um, but you set intentions to do certain star keeper work. And you may have been inadvertently transported to a Beetlejuicy and Star Command or something of the likes where you, um, where those involved thought they were going to get, you know, high command secrets out of you. And because you are so deeply guarded, especially during, during your astral travels, um, there are beings that watch over you when you show my gosh, my whole body is like a big giant chill. Um, there are beings that watch over you when you travel. And if anything like that happens, it's just like Dakar said, like his, his memories kind of swiped of any really important tasks. 
that he's done. So even if like they were to give you tooth potion number, whatever, it wouldn't do anything. It wouldn't, it really couldn't get anything from you. And, um, there are, um, entities and not, not bad ones, but like there's, there's like a, there's like, you're being watched over and you're being, um, guided through the astrals by other worldly beings who are here to take care of the type of starseed work that you're doing. Sounds very specific um, to certain ones of you. And are these, oh, let me just ask, are these people know that, are they aware? Yes. They're saying, yes, you're aware that you do this because you set intentions to do this kind of work in the astrals, like before you go to sleep at night or when you go into meditation. It's just part of what's um, coded into your DNA and what um, work you do as a soul on your soul journey. So it's, again, this goes back to the whole touchstone thing. Like, yes, you're a soul in a physical body. And yes, you're living like this mundane, like 3D life on earth where you come into earth school and you learn all these lessons and stuff. But advanced souls have other jobs to do. And those happen often in the astrals during dream time or meditation and for those of you that are very adept at dream walking and astral projection, astral travel, you know exactly what you're doing. You know how to do it. And you just are taking care of business. It's like, it just comes naturally to you. So yay, cool. That's cool. I don't think I do that. <laughs> I don't do that really. They're saying I don't really do that in this lifetime. Um, so just Conda cars transported. Um bleep so it looks like bleep too so this is very interesting this is this is the kind of close with this and then pull some cards but bleep from beetlejuice is kind of, the star beetlejuice is kind of like i don't really like it here anymore i had a taste of life on earth he got to be an artist where he was like he was like coming up with all of these um pictures artwork that were like puzzles to the divine plan which is part of his spiritual gifts like he kind of had access to some of that information okay it's getting too cold in here now and um he liked the peaceful life in his cabin he liked the art art he liked traveling back and forth between paris and egypt and he just thought it was very peaceful and so i think you know he's he's going to find a way to come back to the planet and to work with Bringers of the Light HQ in exchange for deeply guarded information. <laughs> yes. So it looks like we may have star family who will be doing that during this Stargate. That's just like such undercover knowledge. <laughs> I guess that's just for like... Hmm. Yeah, it's like, not spy work, but like, yeah, like, like the deep throat or whatever, like all those things that, all those things that you kind of feel like are happening, but you have no actual proof are happening behind the scenes are really happening behind the scenes, right? So you may get caught up in your everyday life and just be like, oh, I just do go to and fro every day and it's like no but really there really are star beings who are exchanging valued information for uh oh yes i got pings uh for the um gift of being able to stay here on the planet are they highly guarded yeah 
Um, you know, it's kind of like, just like spy work. Like, uh, I don't know much more to say about that. They're saying this is really resonating with someone. Oh God, I've got my own Dakars, I think, in my own bleep narn. Los Enigas, listening to this. Oh my God, this is crazy. Okay, let's want me to draw from Pleiadian power. Is there anything else you want me to share? How long have I been rambling on here? Let's see, maybe the number is important. 32 minutes. Okay, so let's just draw a couple of cards from Pleiadian power. If there's anything else you need to know about this Stargate or this time I had a Lemurian card came out. Oh, Oh, and love, light, and healing, new earth now. All right. So all of this, the ultimate um, kind of backstory to this Stargate opening is all really to help with the ascension process to the, um, to the key themes of this year, which were, um, let me go back, which were like New Lemuria, um, Garden of Eden Reborn, um, New Earth Now, those were all the overarching themes we channeled in for 2023. And it's just like we're just coming right out of the gate in January and going right into um, working with these new energies that are going to be coming through this week. So do as you are guided. If you're guided to go somewhere, if you're guided to book some flight somewhere or take some trip somewhere or do something, you know, honor that like we already said. And just, do you want me to do light language? They want me to do, oh yeah, they want me to do just a little bit of light language to clear out all the stuff that came up as you were listening to the um, channelings um, about the past lives and all that. So what am I bringing through? Oh, oh, I've never done that before. How exciting. Okay, I'm bringing through wolf light language. So this is for all my wolf pack out there because many of you, as you ground, so talking about wolf shapeshifters, um, the wolf pack, you resonate highly with the wolf um, spirit guide or totem or power animal um, or shape-shifting wolves and wolf packs. So let's see. So this is going to help clear whatever we brought up before. So whatever gray clouds came out as a result of what we were talking about earlier, allow those to be released or allow the this wolf-like language to take this away. Um, and for the wolves to bring in a sense of Oh, 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 now I'm going to cry. Um, that you're not alone, that you're part of a pack, that you're part of this pack. Um, we love you all equally and unconditionally here on the show. And your spirit family has got your back, whether you see them or not. All right, let's get ready for this. Let's take a deep breath together. Here we go.
Wow. Mm, that's a grrrkukuku. That's very high vibe. I didn't realize we could get that from wolf light language. It feels very, maybe it's the telepathic part of it, but whoo, like my whole head is like, frequency change. All right, and Dakar did experience a frequency change at the beginning of that chapter of the channeling that we just did. So hopefully that did something for you too. And you will be able to more deeply experience this Stargate opening this week or whenever you come across this recording. All right, friends, I want to thank you so very much for joining me here. I don't know what we're going to be doing next. We will um, chat we'll figure that out soon as <laughs> what the next show is going to be so thank you again for joining me we will see you all again soon take care this episode was brought to you by the elemental dragon councils of the light whether you favor fire water earth or air these scaled winged ferocious beautiful magical friends are here to help you to ground persevere overcome and find the magic in your life take care we'll see you again soon